Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet Dakiwood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, he's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyanukokraba. Now on today's message. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you trust in Him as a one. Hearken to the voice of God to thee. Is there anything too hard for Him? Then put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, just everything is possible. Are you ready to sing it again? Sing, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you put your trust in God. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible when you trust in God's word. Hearken to the voice of God to me. Is there anything too hard for Him? Just put your trust in God alone and rest upon His word. For everything, oh everything, just everything is possible God. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for an opportunity to be in your presence once again. Precious Holy Spirit, we humble ourselves and we pray that you bring us into all truth this morning in Jesus' mighty name and God's people say Amen. Please take your seats. Wonderful. This morning I want to start talking about a very important subject from one of the best books ever written by one of the best authors ever in the world who happens to be our father the prophet Doug Heward Mills as you are clapping an angel is bringing your blessing to you and this book is called The Determinant The Determinant and it's one of the powerful books because it has a revelation that changes lives. And if you are watching us, this is our third service. We started our first service yesterday night. We had from 6.30 to 8.30. We had a second service this morning from 7 o'clock to 9. And then we are having our third service from 9.30 up to 11.30. And so this third service is having a message which is different from all the other messages, but from the same book. And so I want to talk about the first determinant, speed. The title is called The First Determinant, Speed. Obed, what do you think about that? The First Determinant, Speed. You know, in this life, most of us 
have a lot of questions that we ask sometimes. Very sometimes we say, why is it that this person seems to be making it and this person is not? Silently we compare ourselves with people. Though those who compare themselves with themselves are not wise. But this morning I believe God wants me to show you what will make you easily answer yourself why some people seem to be making it. Why is it that most Africans want to travel abroad, want to go to America, want to go to the UK, want to go to Australia, some of you want to go to Japan, nobody wants to go to Togo, nobody wants to go to Benin, Mali, when we, when we hear, as if we have not heard, when you hear Mali, it's like you have not heard, but when you hear America and then something begins to move in you. I see you going to America. <laughs> yeah, but why is it so? It's because we all know that they have something that we seem not to have in usually our African countries, especially the country we are in now. And then something wants to tell you that, look, if I go there, my life will change. In Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 11, which is our maiden scripture for this entire message. I returned and saw under the sun. And this is King Solomon speaking. Ecclesiastes was written in his latter parts of life on earth. He said, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither the Neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But he says, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Can I have an amen? You know, if you look at it, we are talking about five major things. He says that, the race is not to the swift or those who are who act with speed. The race he saw, because we know that the race is usually to those who have speed. The race is not to the swift. He was shocked, and he says that neither is the battle to those who are strong. But we know that it is those who are strong who usually will win the battle. And number three, he says that and neither yet bread to the wise. We know that those who are wise usually seem to have everything. But he's saying that it was a surprise for him to see that it was not always like that. And number four, he says that neither riches to men of understanding. That means you may have gone to school. And we all see it. Sometimes you see someone who has gone to school has his master's, has his PhD, but it's broke. Or drives one of the very simple cars. And you see somebody who is kinky, has built a story building, drives a very nice car. Look, recently I was with Pastor Richard. We had gone somewhere, somewhere in the evening to go buy something. And then where I parked the car, I saw this lady driving a nice four-wheel drive. How many want to drive some nice four-wheel drive? Those who want it, lift your hand faster. 
Hey, this church. <laughs> May the Lord bless you with a nice four-wheel drive. I thought, I thought you had a no smash, so you couldn't say amen. Let your amen come out well to receive a nice four-wheel drive. It is not a mistake to drive a nice car. So those who don't have it, may you have it in the name of Jesus. And do you know the beautiful thing? This lady came out of this nice four-wheel drive. And I said, I mean, I put my car on the side. I said, hey, who is this lady? Light-skinned lady. And then, she just came to her boot and opened the boot. I was watching. And she brought out clothes, including women's brazier and all such. And started hanging it. She was coming to sell. I said, hey, I mean, I thought that maybe she had come to pack a car to go and buy some things. She has come to sell. Apparently, so when she packed, I, I needed to move out. So I had the opportunity to just talk to her just for a minute or so. Apparently, that's what she does. She just sells secondhand clothes. And she had that nice car. And there are people who are professionals of understanding, but it's a shock. Shake yourself in the chair and say, what a shock. Those who are shaking me, an angel visits you in your dream. And he said that another shock is that even favor is not to men of skill. But you see, today I want to, before we go into this time and chance, I want us to look at the reality of the fact that before you can actually, the first one, win a race, you must be somebody who is swift. Now the question is that, do we even have people who are swift enough to win the race? Because this life is full of races. It's full of, it's full of having to do things and accomplish them. And it's like a race. It's like a rat race. If you are going to make it in life, we don't have such a long time. You have to be adding speed. But most of us don't have the speed. Especially the people that look like me. The black man. And that is why a lot of us want to go to where the white man is. Because they have something it seems like we don't have. My prayer is that this morning you would rise up and move with speed. Let your amen bring about that miracle. And so today I want to share with you within this short time seven determinants that will make you act with speed. Hallelujah. Number one, speed determines if you will build anything. Speed determines if you will build anything. When you go to a place like Japan, when you go to like Korea, where you see, I mean most of us we watch movies, you see skyscrapers, sometimes 120 floors. 120 floors. I don't know the highest story building in Ghana. Huh? Where? Trasaku. I don't know whether we have more than 24 story. But last year, by the grace of God, the prophet traveled with some of us to Korea and we saw tall buildings 
I mean, you could stand and say, hey, you are so warm. I'm why you're so It's so nice. But we don't have some in Africa. Why? The problem is that we are slow. Most Africans are slow. Most Ghanaians are even slower. Don't be bored with my message. I said most Ghanaians are even slower. And I'm going to show you from the Bible. So when it comes to something like building, it requires you to act with swiftness, to be speedy when it comes to building. Otherwise, you'll be shocked. By the time you are 60 years, you have built nothing. Look at this beautiful facility. It was built within a short time. With determination. Because of the type of leader we have. Our prophet, Dagwood Mills, has led this church within the past 30 years or so to come this far with buildings all over the world. All over the world. It's not easy to build, but it takes somebody who has a determination to build and to add speed to be able to have buildings built all over the world. I thought you were going to clap for Jesus. All over the world. All over the world. All over the world. I'm talking about church buildings all over the world. Hey! Hmm. Turn your Bible with me to... Very quick one, Second Chronicles 24, verse 2 to 7. Second Chronicles 24, 2 to 7. Bible says that, And Joash did that which was right in the sight of the Lord all the days of Jehoda the priest. And Jehoda took for him two wives, and he begat sons and daughters. And it came to pass after this, that Joash was minded to repair the house of the Lord. Can I have an Amen. And he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out unto the cities of Judah and gather all of Israel money to repair the house of your God from year to year. And see that you hasten. The word hasten there is you attach speed. And see that you hasten the matter. How be it the Levites Hastened it not. Howbeit the Levites hastened it not. And the king called for Jehoda the chief and said unto him, Why hast thou not required of the Levites to bring in and out of Judah and out of Jerusalem the collection according to the commandment of Moses the servant of the law and of the congregation of Israel for the tabernacle of witness? For the sons of Athaliah, that wicked woman, had broken up the house of God and also all the dedicated things of the house of the Lord did they bestow upon Balaam. Can I have an amen? You know, slow thinkers cannot build. One, only slow in taking decisions cannot build. 
Those who are slow to jump into action cannot build. Look, that is why most of us, our fathers at the age of 50 something do not have houses. It's not because they didn't think about it, but they were slow. When you remember a hospital, by the time you realize you have grown. I want to encourage every young person who is listening to me today that it is, it is, it is possible to build a house in your twenties. I didn't hear your amen. I want you to build your house in your twenties. Those who are saying to me, an angel help you to build your house. Even if you are late, by 39 dear, you should have your house. You see, I was in my twenties when I had my small something. I don't usually talk about it, but because I'm teaching, I have to tell you, when I had my small something, it's a small, you know, my, my mother, my mother's house, I had this attachment that I had self-contained. Me, in my twenties, in my twenties. I wouldn't have done that. I had the prophet say it. And I said, ah, whatever he's doing, I'll do some. And I did it with speed. And afterwards, it's not that alone. I have been able to, with my wife, build something. It's a decision to build. Instead of moving around and changing clothes every week, and then eating pizza every Wednesday, every three days you are eating pizza. Listen, use that money to build. Am I talking to somebody? That is why today, there are some churches who cannot meet. Why? Because they are meeting in classrooms. And the government says that no church that meets in classrooms should meet. Because, usually, the servants of God are saying that we will not hasten to build. Oh, we will build... That's why you see some churches that have been there for 7 years, 17 years, 27 years, 33 years. But they have a tent. They have not built any structure. By the grace of God, we are blessed with a man of God who is leading us to build church buildings all over the world. And that is a leader. And that is, that is the type of leader God has given us to follow. Speed is necessary for building your house. Can I have an amen? Without hastening the construction, you will not achieve anything. Hmm. What a shock. Anyone who is experienced in construction, take note of what I'm going to say. Anyone who is experienced when it comes to construction will know how important speed is. Many good construction firms build both in the day and in the night. Why? Because speed cuts down cost. seven years ago, foundation. There is a problem. There is a problem. Why? Look, I've not come to insult you. <laughs> because sometimes the message can look insulting, but it's not. Why? 
I am telling you why. Why is the reason is because not because there's no money. It's because of the way your mind works. It's because of the way your mind works. If your mind is working that look, I have to finish this project and even move on another one, you would be giving to it. Every day there will be something that you'll be adding on, adding on. I'm challenging everybody who is in this church. Today I'm saying it. If by two, three years time I'm still around and you are in this church and you have not started building, I will not pastor you. <laughs> I, I think people didn't hear that one. I should have made it in a base. <laughs> hey. What I'm saying is that if you sit under this grace, under this anointing, and upon the teaching and teaching and teaching and teaching, you still don't start something after two to three years. I don't think you should be in this church. Because you would have been showing me that the message is not working. But when I look at you, I can see that you are going to start building. I said, by even the way you are clapping your hands and standing to receive, I see you, I see you building your own house with speed. In the name of Jesus. I see you building. Every rich man in Ghana has buildings. Every rich person outside Ghana has buildings. And gives themselves to it. It is a blessing. Look, these dresses and the cars we drive, it can easily have an accident, it can easily burn. But it's a blessing to have houses. That's why real wealth is real estate. And you must use speed to build. I want to encourage everybody, start buying a land. This morning, the message I was preaching, I had to give that example, and I'm giving it now. Look, if let's say you have 300 Ghana cities as your monthly salary allowance, which most people have. So I'm, use, I'm using the normal thing that happens. Only if you have 1,000 Ghana, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, most people are $50. That's why Ghana is a poor country. Private teachers, 250, 180, 320. So I'm using 300 Ghana. Let's say you have 300 Ghana cities as a month. Salary or allowance or whatever. That 300 Ghana cities, you take your tithe of 30. With speed. When you sick up and when you do not have a sorry fear, now they are many and coupon. Now call 270. 270 in a planning for the whole month. Take out of the 270 at least a tithe amount that you are going to invest into building. So let's say you give God 30 Ghana. Now give your construction 30 Ghana. And then 240 must be used for all other things like food, you want to be a blessing, transportation, and live within your means. And you don't go beyond. You don't say, look, if I am earning something like that, I will not think about pizza. <laughs> don't think about series. Got water with Coca-Cola and series. Because if I'm looking at 30 days in a month, and I have 240 to work within, 
and the 240 will also have to do other things. I will slash the 240 to half, about 120, and spread the 120 for 30 days. If it means I must reduce my three times a day meal to two times a day and go for solid. Instead of waking up at 5 a.m. to eat, I'll plan and eat at 10 and eat at 4 and I'm done with the day. <laughs> Some of us, when you see us and you see our moves, you may not understand. You may not understand. You see our prophet driving some Chenchema car, moving. He's the prophet of the whole of the UD, but driving a Chenchema car. You may easily despise him. When you see the dress he wears, simple, you may easily despise him. But he's the founder and the leader of all that is going on over the world. He's simple and down to earth. Most of us who don't have anything, we are the biggie, biggie people. You eat pizza every day. Tell your neighbor we are changing. Speed cuts down cost. Speed eliminates waste. Speed surprises those who intend to oppose your project. Speed helps you overcome unforeseen and unavoidable delays. That's why I want everybody to attach speed. Can I have an amen? amen. Number two. Speed determines if you will get married. <laughs> speed determines if you will get married. Write the points down. Speed determines if you will get married. First hey. hmm. Samuel chapter 25 verse 15 to 18. You know, speed is necessary when it comes to marriage. It's necessary to avert many evil life. In First Samuel chapter 25, from verse 15 through to 18, Bible says, and this is very important, listen to it, but the men were very good unto us, and we were not hurt, neither missed we anything, as long as we were conversant with them when we were in the fields. They were a wall unto us both, both by night and day, all the while we were with them keeping the sheep. Now therefore, know and consider what thou would do. For evil is determined against our master and against all his household. For he is such a son of Belial that a man cannot speak to him. Look at it. Then Abigail made haste. Underline that statement. Then Abigail made haste and took two hundred loaves and two bottles of wine. And five sheep ready dressed, and five measures of parched corn, and a hundred clusters of raisins, and two hundred cakes of figs, and lay them on asses. You know, Abigail's speed, you know, this was, Abigail's husband was actually misbehaving. And King David was angry and wanted to punish the husband. And Abigail's speed saved her family's life and hers. She was fast enough to go to King David and pacify him. Some of us in our marriages, we are too slow to take decisions that will save our lives. 
Sometimes your husband may be slow, but you, the woman, must actually do things that will make your husband not feel like he's slow. There are instances where you are married to a phlegmatic man, a phlegmatic man, a phlegmatic man, eh? a phlegmatic, when we say phlegmatic, you know, we can, all human beings can be grouped into four groupings. One of the groups is called the choleric, choleric. Coal is from the bile. And the cholerics are people who are usually when it comes to getting things done, they would get things done even if it means walking over people. They don't really have sensitivity when it comes to dealing with human beings. That's choleric, but they'll get the results. And we have the melancholics. The melancholics are those who are actually deep thinkers. They also look like the cholerics, but just that they understand human beings. They flow with human beings. They, they take time to analyze issues. They also accomplish. And then we have what we call the sanguines. The sanguines are those who are always happy. They're always flowing. They always want to enjoy themselves. Sanguines are usually colorful. Sanguines are always, when a sanguine is around, they always create fun so that there's joy around. That's a sanguine. But the negative parts of the sanguine's behavior is that they also don't know how to handle things. Sanguines usually look impressive outward, but when you go to their home, you'll be shocked how their lives are. A lot of sanguines don't dress the bed before they come to church. Oh, yes, sanguine, haka, amen. And then we have this last group that I was talking about, the phlegmatic. The phlegmatic is a very nice person. Everybody seems to like him or her. The phlegmatic flows, but he's like the phlegm. When you pull out the phlegm into a sink, it takes a lot of running water to push it. So the phlegmatic is the type of person until you push him, nothing happens. He's slow. And most Ghanaians are phlegmatic generally compared to a country like Nigeria. And so, if you are phlegmatic or you have a phlegmatic husband, the phlegmatic husband like Abigail's husband was stubborn, was slow, was was showing a lot of signs that made King David so angry that he wanted to eliminate him or punish him. And the Bible says that Abigail was not like that. Abigail applied speed and went to see King David so that she would beg that King David don't harm, don't harm my family. Because if it was not for Abigail, King David had meant to destroy Abigail's husband and the entire family. His name was Nabal. Nabal means a fool. Some of you have names that has meanings. Let me not go there now. Many times evil comes into our lives because we are too slow to prevent it. Abigail was fast. She realized that her husband had made a big mistake. She acted quickly. She acted humbly. And she acted wisely. May you act quickly, humbly, and wisely. 
This turned away David's anger. She won his heart with her humility, with her wisdom, and with her offering. But not only that, Abigail's husband, after all that, died a mysterious death. David didn't kill him. He died a mysterious death. Because if you are a fool, you can easily die early. When, when he died, David, oh David, when I get to heaven, I want to talk to David. David offered to marry Abigail. Say, ah, sister, Nihutra, or your disciplined. David But the fact that she had done something that was look when you see when you see a brother or a sister who is acting with speed, you you seem you would like the person because the person seems to be accomplishing. Most people like to go to Abrochia because you are impressed with how they are doing their things. But today I'm showing you, it is because they attach speed to a lot of things that they do. A lot of sisters like brothers who seem to be making it because what you don't know is that it's not just because of his handsomeness, but he seems to be accomplishing. A lot of brothers also like sisters who seem to be accomplishing because our sister Mewana. Tebo is a present tense, present continuous tense of body. But is more of present. Tebo is like it's continuing. Tebo. Tebo. Oh, sorry. The time that she wake up, everybody's going to work. Who wants to, who wants to marry such a sister? Abigail was not like that. So David said, Charlie, I want to marry this lady. And what did Abigail do? <laughs> Many times marriage is an act, listen to me, of pity. And compassion. Because David wanted to marry her because like, oh, this nice lady. Look at how she had a foolish husband. And the husband is dead. So what will she do with her life? Let me see if I can marry her. This is a shock, but it's true. I said, most of the time, marriages are an act of pity and compassion. I know your faces are showing that this thing there. And especially this go to sisters. Because you can easily be a beautiful girl but nobody will marry you. When you go to a lot of weddings, you see a lot of beautiful ladies who are sitting in a congregation of married. And you see some, some atristic sister. This atristic sister to you is the one that the guy has chosen to marry because she has something that these other girls don't have. Yeah. As you are copy, may the Lord surprise you with your own miracle. Yeah, atristic. <laughs> David had compassion and pity on this voodoo. Some modern women may not accept that being married is an act of God's compassion towards them, but it is. 
Once again, Abigail was quick to act. With speed, she agreed to the new marriage. She said, Yes, Lord. We will be proposing actually when the 23 will say, and then you go and see Rosina and say Rosina come have you heard what should I tell you I can't wait Rosina can you imagine this brother this brother even the way you do your eyes and your hand and your finger this brother if there are brothers who must come to me I am thinking about James Bond I'm thinking about Michael Jackson I'm thinking about you are thinking about all these guys who are dead but you don't like this brother who is a Christian brother who works spiritual you don't like that brother say ah brother he's too he's too the brother who is is the brother who will be faithful to you you don't like him and then you laugh with Rosina. And then Rosina says, ah, that's a mistake. I don't know what has attracted you to this guy. 23, 24, you bounce. 25, you are bouncing all the brothers. You are waiting for James Bond. Look, I know a sister in one of the churches I pastored. She used to be close to me. A young lady. There were a number of sisters as their parents' children, all girls. And this young lady one day told me that I was asking, so who would you want to marry in the church? And she said, oh, nobody in this church is my type. I mean, me case, you say, on any. On any. I said, there's nobody in the church that was her type. I said, really? So who is your type? And he brought a picture of a guy. As if, as if she knew or asked, she had a picture of this guy who was her, her schoolmate. And so I asked that, what church did the guy, does the guy go? No, she, oh. she, she, as far as she knows, he's not a Christian. And I said, ah, but how come? He said, oh, but she would change him. <laughs> and I said, Sister, I think you are not thinking correct. Do you know, fast forward, after two years, three years, four years, five years, the sister said she's not listening to anybody who proposed to her. She's just waiting for this guy. This sister had the opportunity to study medicine in school. And she was, she went to university to start medicine first year. And after first year, she said the Lord has told her that this guy who is doing music in school, she should also go and do something related to music so that they can pair together and flow as one. <laughs> so, you know, she left medicine and went to do dontology. Today as I'm talking, she's still not married. In her thirties. Sister, our chain wo. Brother, our chain wo. Be speed. 
When you speed up, you will be fornicating. When you speed up, you will be shocked, sir. You will be 48 and you are not, you are not still not married. Oh, in a mimi, I brand here. I said, once that last time, can you bishop? You can say, oh, I said, oh, to be seed answer. So I want to build a house before I marry. Yeah. And Adam went to marry. And all other things followed. Listen, you have to marry early. That's why in this church we believe in marrying early. I sanction if you are 30, 31, 32, brother, and you are not married, come and see me after church. With speed. <laughs> Those who are copying, may you receive 200 Ghana today. <laughs> All those who are copying, may you receive $200. Abigail's speed of thought determined her marriage to the king. The next point, point number three, speed determines whom you will honor. Speed determines whom you, you honor. And I'm closing with this. I will continue next week. <laughs> Why you want more? Genesis 18, verse 1 to 7. Genesis chapter 18, verse 1 to 7. Speed determines whom you will honor. And the Lord appeared unto him in the plains of Mamre, and he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. And he lifted up his eyes and looked, and lo, three men stood by him. Take note, three men stood by him. And when he saw them, he ran to meet them from the tent door and bowed himself toward the ground and said, My Lord, if now I have found favor in thy sight, pass not away, I pray thee, from thy servants. Let a little water, I pray you, be fetched and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort ye your hearts. After that ye shall pass on, for therefore are ye come to your servant. And they said, So do as thou hast said. And take note, and Abraham hastened, and Abraham hastened into the tent unto Sarah, and said, Sarah, my love, make ready quickly three measures of fine meal, knead it, and make cakes upon the hearth. And Abraham ran unto the head and fetched a calf tender and good and gave it unto a young man and he hasted to dress it. Can I have an amen? Sarah had to quickly prepare food to honor the angels who had come visiting. And they didn't know it was angels. You see, some of us, when it comes to helping and 
being a blessing to people, we, we sometimes are slow. Especially people who are great. In your life. Your mother who gave birth to you is great in your life. Your father who gave birth to you is great in your life. Are you honoring them with speed? Or you are waiting for the day your mother dies or your father dies before you honor? Your pastor who taught you and has made you become somebody important in life. Do you honor him? Do you honor her? With speed? Or you are waiting until something happens before you say, Ah, I should have done this for my pastor. What about that person who looks like a stranger? That God puts on your heart that why don't you honor this person? Bible says that and Abraham and his wife Sarah treated these three people that Abraham felt that no, these are very strange looking people because the angels didn't come with wings. They came as human beings. I said, let us give them a place. Let them give, let us give them water to bath, to wash themselves. And after that, Sarah, in Temtemso, hurry up and prepare some nice meal. There are a lot of sisters who don't know how to cook. There are a lot of sisters who don't know how to cook and cook fast. If you have 20 minutes to surprise me with jollof, what can you do? Bishop, do you know what I'll do? Uh-huh. I will run to town and buy and buy and buy the jollof and microwave it for you. But listen, like a joke, you must know how to handle people who are great in your life and then treat them well speedily. Speedily. Because you may not have them forever. Our father, the prophet, tells us about one day he was there when he had an opportunity to have this great man of God visit Ghana, Archbishop Idahosa. And when he came, he told himself that no, this is an opportunity that comes but once. And to know, what do I do? Let me go and honor him. And he went to look for him in his hotel and honored him. Sometimes in doing this, you have to sacrifice a lot. You have to do, find your, do your own investigations and be able to get to where this person is. And did everything possible and met him and gave him whatever he wanted to give him. He didn't know because Archbishop Idahosa was still healthy looking, was anointed, and he said that when Archbishop, Archbishop came to our church in Kolegono, he prayed for him and blessed him. Today, the blessing that he prayed for him and blessed him with is what he's seeing in life. Take note, listen. Interestingly, during that same few days that Archbishop was here, when he sowed into his life, and he went back to Nigeria, within two weeks exactly, he heard of this sad news that Archbishop is dead. And when Archbishop died, it was now that the pastors of Ghana wanted all pastors to come together 
and then do something in honor of this dead body. No, see, sad you mean TB that mean yet. The son said, On a BSM, on a piano, my editor, I did it with speed. Born some Cassiamera, I did it with speed. I did it with speed. No one can determine how long these angels were going to hang around. There is no point in bringing the food when everyone is gone. Food that is served quickly is appreciated more than food that comes too late. So where you You see, I'm saying this because most of us, we are too slow eh, to impress. You are too slow to impress. I wish I could share my experience, but I think I'll share it next week. There are some things that when I look back, I realize I have made great mistakes because I was slow. Yeah. And today I look back and I can't recover. And sometimes the slowness it is pride that makes you slow. Do you think I'm sharing the word of God? Holy Spirit, should I use myself as an example? Okay, I will. Huh? It's a good example. <laughs> Yeah, sometimes the examples that the Holy Ghost would want you to say, it's not an easy crowd, but you have to say it so that somebody can learn. Look, I used to, by the grace of God, had that grace and opportunity to sometimes to be close to our prophet. And a few times that he had invited me for some places and some meetings. And I think today, when I look back, I realize that I was slow in some things like even asking him to take a picture with me. Or can I take a picture with you? Because, I mean, he has, he had traveled with me to Kenya, traveled with me to South Africa, traveled with me to Korea, traveled with some few places. That I've had opportunity to, but I don't think I remember any picture that I've taken or I'd gone to say, Daddy, can I take a picture with you? Because the mind is like, Oh, I'm going to have Daddy forever. But today, I don't know when, the last time I saw him to be, be able to come close and even chat with him for one minute. As you are seeing me today, there may come a time you can't even see me. Because some of you is like, oh, if I want to, why don't you go and greet Bishop? Oh, I think they, every, there are people, many people around him. So can't you wait? Oh, I think he's so busy. And you're giving a lot of excuses. Ah, so. The day that you want to talk to Bishop, that you need Bishop, or you really have to see Bishop, somehow you cannot because you have not been that close enough. There are some people in this church, even if they call me at night, I will run and go. But some people, when I see their call, I say, what number is that? I will sleep. Yeah. 
The place is quiet, pa. Speed is necessary in honoring God's servants. You may never get the chance to meet certain people again. There are people you may want to honor but cannot. They are gone forever. I will not hear your nice words and tributes. If you have something to say, say it now. If you have something to do, do it now. Abraham made haste to honor the three angels that had come from heaven to bless him. Hallelujah. Do you want the last one? Okay. Let me give you the last one. I had seven, but I'm giving you four. The last one, please. Point number four. Hmm. I'm choosing the one that will do something to you now. Okay. Speed determines if you'll be saved. Speed determines if you will be saved. (laughs) Salvation. Bible says in Luke chapter 19 verse 5 and 6, And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, that is Zacchaeus, and said unto him, Make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house. And he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. It is often difficult to be saved after a certain age. It's true. Very difficult to be saved at some age. (laughs) It is mostly young people who give their lives to Christ. Many people will not be converted if they do not quickly give their lives to Christ. From a certain age onwards, pride fills a man so much that he cannot learn any new thing. That's why there's this saying that it is easier to bend a plant than to bend a tree. Most of us here are younger people. And even those who are older are those who gave their lives to Christ when they were younger. If you notice, when you want to reach out or tell people about Christ, some of these very older people will tell you, I know what you are talking about. They will begin to tell you that we have heard this over and over again. That's why most of us, we cannot talk to our parents who are not born again and get them saved. Because they will tell you that, ah, but you, what do you know? Some of them will even tell you that I am far older than the church that you go to. Some of them will even tell you that I am far older than your bishop. Some of them will even tell you that I can give birth to your bishop. What they are saying is that I am not ready to be born again because it takes a young heart, a young person's heart to receive the gospel. And we must do that with speed. That is why if you're a parent here, it is when your children are young that you have to introduce, that's the best gift you can give them, to introduce them to Christ. That is why this particular church, we are interested more in younger people than older people. I'm talking about the lighthouse in general. Because we know that if we can get them young, God bless you for clapping. You are clapping for him. That's why he said that remember your creator in the days of your youth. 
before the evil day. That is also the reason why we must go out there and reach out. Look, when you get, when you see a young boy, 14 years, 13 years, men can't tell who say, oh, you pass me to do so. You move higher, but so you young, young people, 13 years, 14 years, 12 years in In this particular cathedral, in this particular place, 12 years and above, you are allowed here. Below 12, you go to the other halls. So when you see a 12 years that has come to church, in your mind, don't say that, oh, don't talk like that. Because the 12 years, if you should ask him or her some questions, you'll be shocked what they know. They know things. I said they know things. These days at 6 years, people know things. One day the prophet was sharing and I heard it. He said, there was this mother that had a child, six years boy, and then I think the mother was trying to just be careful of something, and then the boy just came around and said, Mommy, what are you hiding from me? And the mother said, Shh, just go to your room. And then the boy looked at Mommy and said, Mommy, I know things. <laughs> six years! These days, six years, even no pornography. Seven, eight, nine. They already, already know how to have sex. My mother has a school. And one day, one of the teachers went to the urinal and caught a four years boy and a four years girl. They were, they were doing things. Where did they learn it from? Some time ago, when children were born, they come with their eyes closed. Cause what they meant was that, I don't know things. These days, other children are coming, their eyes are open like that. <laughs> The day they arrive now, their eyes are open because they know things. <laughs> Come for Jesus. Hey! <laughs> As time goes by, human beings are filled with an evil pride that makes them unyielding and unbelieving. This pride gets worse as people get older. And this is why it is important to be saved quickly. And this is why it is important to reach out to the young ones with great speed. My prayer is that from today, even next week Sunday, if we can all bring somebody to church, a young person, preferably, God will reward you for that. Don't say that, look, me, look, you can get young people here. And teach them the word. You'll be shocked when we get to heaven. How God would say that these are your rewards. Because you love the little ones. Or say let the little ones come to me. For this the kingdom of God is. Close your eyes wherever you are. Heavenly Father. We thank you. For the presence of God that is here. Wherever you are I want you to open your mouth. And then just as your eyes are closed, talk to him and ask God that God, help me, deliver me from this slowness. May I move with speed in everything that I must do in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and begin to pray just for some few minutes as you are seated in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice, lift up your voice in the name of Jesus.
Kasientoni mikabri matasgidale Frashota hakata zekataya Zumbe zumbe Lekromotosi kedele mikabayanda Rapatosa tandere mikaba I see you receiving the ability To build your own house with speed In the name of Jesus Lake Sharabatara bakabala baba Ie toto brotos ketabrandos Lobreshe katana makabala mama Iseri andolobosinere mandari Andalabadiri mikaba Rabadibaradosa hatakatakata Dadabakabri antole mendele mama Lebaba Alora, 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 alora. Lebra la la prola rico sabra de lebre cosabra le me cabala mama. Shaka jesa, shaka jesa. Le paradosia tonde le me cabre matale macaba. Fada ya tosa tata. E caradoshe catolo bosine le me cabra matana mama. I paria tante le mosobre le vede le mosobre le vede le mosobre le me cabale le mama. Yaka tata siria tonde le mosobre le mande le mosobre le gene le mazabria. Ishka tata etu cotosa to la bratos que está baranda. Ay esa sa sa sa. In the name of Jesus, I want everybody to please stand to your feet now. So original announcement, baby, I will be a. Oh Jesus. Mia Yehovah. Was she ran she ran Me she ran she ran Only to she ran Oh, Sing for the last time. Mia Yehovah, she ran she ran Every eye closed. You are here this morning. You have not given your life to Jesus. This is the opportunity. The Lord wants you to allow Him to come into your life and be the Lord of your life. You want to say, Pastor, 
I want you to pray with me. So I give my life to Jesus speedily. Because what you don't know is that you can die today. And if you die, you're going to hell. Jesus said, unless a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. You want to say, Pastor, I am here. I want to give my life to Jesus. Wherever you are standing there, I want you to lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Pajan Sakosoro. And Kosoro, Opeso, Kasosfo. When I'm in one pie, I'm in five years to say, I'm riding, I'm crying. I can see a lot of hands. Put it up at the back, in the middle. Let it go up, up, up. Surrender, surrender, surrender. In front. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you know deep down in your heart that you're not born again. Why don't you lift up your hand? Lift it up high, high. Let it go high. Let it go high. I see all those hands at the back. Let it go high. High, high, high. Maybe you're also watching us by Facebook. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. This is the time to give your life to Jesus. This is the time. You don't have much time. Don't be slow about it. Now if you have lifted your hands, I want you to do one more thing for me. Wherever you are, observing social protocol, the social distancing, I want you to walk gently and come here and let me lead you to pray that prayer. Come. I can see the hand. I can see the hand. Come, 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 come. Clap for them as they come. At the back, at the back, at the back, at the back. Come. Come. Oh. Spread a little. Can I have an Asha helping them with pasta? Lift up your hands, please. I believe there's somebody here. You are hardening your heart. You know, one day a lady was supposed to give her life to Christ. She didn't. The man of God saw that this lady had to give her life to Christ. Her name was Abigail. She didn't. The man of God called her that, Sister, come and give your life to Christ. And she said, No. And the man of God said, Why? I said, I know that when I give my life to Christ, I have to stop some things. I said, what things? I said, I have a boyfriend. And I don't want to lose my boyfriend. I said, ah. You give your life, but how many you have to lose that boyfriend? He said, no, I'm not ready. Do you know, after the Sunday, Monday, she fell ill, and by Wednesday, she was dead. We don't know. It's not, it's not, it's not a joke. You don't know when you will die. Especially in times like this, when the devil is aggressive to kill us. This is the time you have to give your life to Jesus. Maybe you have to come here. I'm waiting for you before I pray this prayer. Come, walk and come. Come, I'm waiting for you. God bless you, brother. Clap for them as they come. It's not a mistake. Some of you are standing in front. You have to give your life to Jesus. I want the whole church to please join me in pray this prayer. Wherever you are, those who are standing in front, say it from the depth of your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me of all my sins. I confess you as my Savior and my Lord. Please come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. Say it loud and be the Lord of my life. From today, I am born again. I will serve you all the days of my life. Satan, listen to me. I will no longer serve you. I will no longer follow you. Jesus has set me free. 
and I am free indeed. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. Heavenly Father, I pray for these beautiful, lovely young people. Lord Jesus, they are giving their lives to you whilst they are young. My prayer is that you help them to serve you all the days of their lives. May Satan never have access to them again. Help us as a church to help them to be established in you. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people say, Amen. Have you seen our pastor? Give a wave. Have you seen our pastor here? Look at him. Please follow him. He's going to take you and then you come very soon. Okay, just go follow. Clap for them. God bless you. Please take your seat. Please take your seat. Now we don't serve communion in church. We all bring our communion. So if you have your communion, please get it ready. You just have a small wine and you have a bread and then we can take communion together. Please take your communion. Get to drink. Get your communion ready. Sing it. In the spirit we are Those who didn't come with your communion, next week, come with your communion. Sons of God. Sons of God. Here is only one. Here is only around the table of the Lord. I want us to rise to our feet, everybody. If you don't have your communion, lift up your hand when you go home. I'm praying that the anointing that is working now will be on your hand. When you get home, you get your bread, you get your wine. You say, as Bishop has prayed over it, I take this in the name of Jesus and you eat and drink. Those who have it, lift up your bread. Bible says that in the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he said, after he had broken, that this is my body broken for you. Eat in remembrance of me. And when he, we ate and have been eating this bread, by faith, Bible says that a life comes into our life. Bible says that healing comes into our body. Bible says that strength comes into our body. Anytime you take the communion, you are receiving strength. You are receiving healing and you are receiving life. Lift the bread and say the body of Jesus. And then eat it. And in the same night, it also took the cup. And it said that, though it looks like a wine, it said, this is my blood. Pour out for you. Drink this in remembrance of me. We all know what the blood does. Bible says that they overcame the enemy, Satan, by the blood. My prayer is that as this wine goes into your body, may it purge your life. May everything that is not of God be clean in Jesus' mighty name. May the blood also protect your life throughout this week until we meet again to take communion. Say the blood of Jesus. 
the cup of blessing and drink it, please. Let us pray. Precious Holy Spirit, we thank you that you have been with us even till now. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came all the way from heaven to earth to show us the way and to die for us. We thank you for the communion and what it does. We thank you that we will travel through this week in our lives in the strength of this communion. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And everybody please say Amen. Amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. We just have a few minutes and we are closing. I want us to give our offering, but before we do that, I want us to give our tithe. If you have your tithe here, please stand to your feet. You want to give by Momo. You want to I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed.